0: Hello, church. This is uh, Chase Schaefer, and I'm so happy to be with you guys um, to do this devotional. Uh, the chapters we are going to be reading and going over are Genesis 12 through 15. So uh, make sure before you continue that uh, you've taken the time to read the passages, because uh, these passages are very, very important and have so much within them. And so to begin, after we've taken the time to read, yeah, can we... I think we can all just say how how amazing and and rich these texts are. I mean, just to start out in chapter 12, uh, verses 1 through 4, it says this. Now the Lord said to Abraham, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And him who dishonors you I will curse, and all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And so Abraham went, and as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. And so stopping here, we we have the beginning of the journey of Abraham or Abram at this time. And we have to see that it starts with a, a call, a call from God to his child, and Abraham, being the father of faith, beginning this journey. He does this completely out of faith, believing and, and trusting in the Lord, trusting in the plans that that were unseen that he was called to walk in. Uh, we read kind of the passage that um, I find very, very important to, to read alongside this, Hebrews 11, um, later in the New Testament. It says It's basically the by-faith passage. is God. So that was Hebrews eleven eight through ten, and so a- Abraham is walking by faith with God and and trusting in His plans and and from this our promise as well is seen, a, a promise uh, for Abraham and for his offspring and also we are included us, in Genesis twelve three it said this I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse. And and in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And so, what a promise, God's blessing, and even here our promise through Abraham, as Galatians three eight says. Galatians three eight. Know then that it is those of faith who are the sons of Abraham, and the Scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham saying in you shall all the nations be blessed so then those who are of faith are blessed along with Abraham the man of faith and there it is the, the all the all important word faith the good news was preached Abraham was changed and trusted in God and walked by faith so that we as well through God's sovereign plan can receive faith in him God has began this and and called men to walk according to his plan and sovereignty over all things. Even to the point, thousands of years ago, he had what he wanted to do in mind, and he brings it to completion today. And that's how this chapter starts. And this is how Abraham walks. And we're going to see a lot more in the next chapters what and how this is kind of taking place. But he moves around with his wife Sarai and Lot, his nephew, and they go to Canaan first. And God again makes a faithful promise to, to bless Abraham, that he will give this land, he says, to his offspring. He, he's looking at Canaan and he, and he makes this promise. And it's so amazing that that Abraham can't do anything but build an altar to the Lord. And so after he does this, he continues his journey, continuing and walking by faith in the unknown, going from Bethel and then still heading towards the Negev, it says. And then we see our first interaction with Abraham. And it, it's not a pretty moment. And we, we know that he sins here. And I stop because it's good to point out that even though Abraham was walking by faith, walking with God, he still does mess up. He still sins, but he also remains faithful and he still follows the Lord. And if you actually think about how he acts here and how he acts a few chapters later consistently, you could see a change as you read. But we continue in chapter 13, we see Abraham or Abram, sorry, and Lot split ways. Their herds and possessions were, were becoming too large. And so Abraham being um, a good man gives Lot the first choice. And Lot chose the area that seemed to be more pleasing to the eye. But remember what's pleasing to the eyes is not always good for the soul. But Abraham and Lot departed, and even with a what seemed to be lesser land by faith, Abraham still walked in this area, and he was with God. And we will always as we read see the faithfulness of God for his people. We will see blessings as as we're reading. That um, for his people, and not in ways that we understand, but we as well walk by faith, trusting and knowing that God is so good. The Lord in chapter thirteen, uh, verses fourteen through seventeen says, "And the Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had separated with him, Lift up your eyes and look from the places where you are, northward and southward and eastward and westward, for all the land that you will see I will give to you and to your offspring." forever. I will make your offspring as the dust of the earth, so that if one can count the dust of the earth, your offspring also can be counted. Arise and walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I will give it to you. And so (laughs) how, how, how great is that promise? the faithfulness of the Lord and how strong is the Lord to confidently say that he can bring such a great thing to be. But to the Lord, all these things are under his power. But we continue in chapter 14. Um, it kind of starts off with with a great war that's taken place, a war that that Lot you know, gets pulled into. And the precision uh, area that he had chosen has come back to almost bite him. And he resides if you saw that city in sodom (laughs) but when abraham hears of this he strengthfully he he chases after his kingsmen it says he saves him with only 318 men and so so how valiant and, and and courageous and a much different abram than what we had seen while he was in egypt and he's grown in his time with walking and trusting in god so after the war has subsided and he gains all of these riches because he's basically defeated and gained these riches from the spoils of war, um, Abraham meets a very, very important figure, the high priest of Melchizedek. And not much is honestly known about him, um, but what we do know is that he is a type and shadow of Christ. If you read here, he's the priest, it says, of the God most high. And again, it's expanded. Hebrews is so important for us to read um, after we've read the Old Testament, after we understand the Old Testament. Hebrews really helps us, I believe, as well, to see how people like Melchizedek are a type and shadow of Christ. It says in Hebrews 7, this, um, for this Melchizedek, king of Salem priest of the most high god met abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him and to him abraham appointed a tenth part of everything he is first by translation of his name king of righteousness and then he is also king of salem that is king of peace he is without father or mother or genealogy having neither beginning of days nor end of life but resembling the son of god he continues a priest forever see how great this man was to whom Abraham the patriarch gave a tenth of his spoils and so that's what hebrews 7 says but if you actually read farther into hebrews 7 it, it's so good because it talks about Jesus then after that because it talks about the 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 how amazing um the high priest in melchizedek is but then how much more amazing is Christ it says this um I think 23 to 27, the former priests were many in number because they were prevented by death from continuing in office. But he, Jesus, holds his priesthood permanently because he continues forever. Consequently, he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. For it was indeed fitting that he we should have such a high priest, holy, innocent, unstained, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. He has no need like those high priests to offer sacrifices daily, first for his own sins and then for those of the people, since he did this once for all when he offered up himself. How much better is Christ as our high priest? Appointing in this text, we see um, from the Genesis passage, the high priest Melchizedek, and then now the better and greater high priest Christ. But now we continue on um, chapter fifteen. I would I would suggest that you read this a, a couple times. It's important to to understand uh, covenants for the future, and and it's just a great passage. A, a promise uh, is given. Abraham couldn't understand how it would all happen. I mean, he honestly questions a couple times. How, how would he have an heir? He, he's old. He's getting old. He, his wife cannot have children. How is all this going to take place? But as we will read, God has his ways. And he is sure and true. And he never fails on his promises. He makes his covenant with Abraham or Abram for his people. And God remembers this, and also all the promises that he has ever made, even the ones for us. We can trust in the Lord, and how comforting it is to be able to say that, that we can walk by faith alongside, with God. We can we can have faith in the one who holds everything together, who makes promises and keeps them. I pray that this helped and encouraged you today, and I'm Excited as we're going to be doing these devotions and reading more into Genesis, Um, but let's end with a, a time of prayer and to have a an amazing day. Dear God, we thank you so much for for your faithfulness, how good you are to to your people, how no matter what, whenever we read, no matter what we do, we are always seeing your Son, the Greater High Priest, the King the one who holds all things together. Lord, we thank you for for you that we can Lord, that we can worship you. That we could be under you, we could be your slaves to follow after you, to have faith in you. I pray that we continue to walk in faith. Even if we mess up, we turn and we repent and we keep following after you, Lord. I pray that today we are constantly reminded and being mindful of how good you are and walking in that. We love you and we thank you in your name I pray. Amen.